0: Okay, everybody. Welcome in. What a day it has been. Um, It has been maybe easily the best day of 2022, perhaps the best day in the last year that we've had. Um, The Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills play last night at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, And what people, a lot of people are saying is the best football game they've seen in their lifetime, uh, at least this since in this past decade. Uh, this game had it all. Chiefs end up winning the game 42-36 in overtime on a game. And and really, before we dive into the game, I kind of want to just say that, you know, this game, we everybody kept saying that on paper it was the best matchup and, and definitely was, and that's definitely uh, the truth. But very rarely, I feel like, do games that look that good on paper, very rarely do games that like look like that on paper add up to what it actually happens in real life. And last night, it really did. I think if you had to sit down and say how you wanted this game to go, you wanted it to be two clash of the figurative Titans, because they're much better than the real Titans. we we talk about them later. But... These two teams, these two quarterbacks, these two franchises absolutely went toe-to-toe last night. And um, before we get uh, to Johnny Rowe here, um, I mean, I I think that the Chiefs definitely benefited from winning the coin toss. I mean, I think if the Bills – if I'm going to sit here and be a little unbiased, I think if the Bills get the ball, the way they were moving the ball last night, honestly, I, I think that we're sitting here in a different form but we're not. The gods are on our side. Chiefs, on to the ASC Championship, but oh wait, not for the fourth time at Arrowhead, Johnny. You're damn right, the fourth time in a row at Arrowhead in the last four years. Johnny, what a segue to bring you on, brother. How are we feeling today? Victory Monday on the podcast.
1: So happy, Chandler. Like, I am, I I seriously don't think I've like digested it or realized like what has happened. It's going to take a, a couple of days, but that was the craziest football game that I had ever seen. I actually got to watch the game with my dad. who was in town from Kansas City here uh, in Rogersville, and um, it, my dad's been a Chiefs fan since the, my dad's in his sixties, his whole life, and he said that was the craziest game he's ever seen. And we are—I've I've said this a few times on the show—we uh, are. Really lucky as Chiefs fans. I'm not saying that we got lucky last night because no, we didn't. But I'm saying that uh, in the era of Chiefs uh, football that we're in right now, like we are really lucky that we are uh, being a- that we are able to experience this. Uh, Patrick Mahomes as the starter of the Chiefs has never not gotten to the AFC Championship ever. Um, it is absolutely remarkable what he did last night. Um, the media of course was hyping the Buffalo bills up like crazy. And uh, it seemed like everybody wanted the chiefs to lose. Oh, you know, we can't have the same old chiefs get into the AFC championship again. Well, uh, here they are, they're back and, um, say something nice about the Buffalo bills. I could say a lot of nice things about that team. Uh, these, that was the AFC championship game last night, even though it was in the divisional round, those are the two best teams in the AFC That was the best quarterback, uh, play that I've ever seen and uh I actually cannot believe the Chiefs won I will get into a lot of this but I was in a bad state of mind the entire fourth quarter because the Chiefs should have been up nine points it would have been 30 to 21 instead of 26 to 21 had Butker not missed an extra point, and had Butker made that 50-yard field goal. Now, the play calling at the end of the first half was bad. They should have ran the ball a few more times, gotten a little closer, maybe made the 50-yard field goal 44 or something like that, but um, you really needed those four points in that game, and I was just, I just knew that they were it was going to com- come back to bite the Chiefs in the ass, and, and it did. Now, thankfully, Patrick Mahomes said, over my dead body, and brought these guys back, and the Chiefs won, but I, I just cannot believe the Chiefs won that game i'm I'm so happy i'm I'm glad we have a couple of days to chill out and not watch the Chiefs for a bit and prepare ourselves for sunday. Uh, but i I could not be more thrilled with who the Chiefs are playing in the AFC championship game. and uh, fuck, yeah, dude, go Chiefs. oh my gosh.
0: It's unbelievable. Um, and I just want to say you said say something nice about the bills. I mean, real fast, take the names out of it both quarterbacks from last night, 27 of 37, 329 yards and four touchdowns. QB QBB 33 completions, 44 attempts, 378 yards and three touchdowns. Both quarterbacks were only sacked twice. Um, I mean, you're crazy if you don't take either of those days, like it doesn't matter at the end of the day who the quarterback was, in my opinion, not that I said that wrong. Obviously I want Patrick Mahomes, but what, when you look at this game, just how great the game was, these two guys are clearly the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. And it was on display last night. And I guess if we want to get into the game now, Johnny, it was kind of a weird game because you look at it and it's high scoring. But I got to say, I was pretty impressed with both defenses. I mean, now both offenses would move the ball pretty well, but the defenses on both sides of the football got some pretty uh, crucial stops, forced some punts. Um, I didn't think that either defenses played bad. What did you think?
1: Um, yeah, I, there were like moments where I thought that the defense was like Chiefs in particular was um, doing well. Towards the end of the game, it got kind of. I mean, it, it it wasn't good. I mean, there was a lot mm-hmm. of miscommunication. Like like the like when Mike Hughes got put into a blender, that sucked on fourth and thirteen. You know, like but that the frustrations with the defense are also a testament to Josh Allen because mm-hmm. the chiefs were, they, they couldn't get home. Like they would no. get there and he would just somehow get out of there and extend the play and either get the first down or, or do something, do something good. And that's because only Josh Allen and Mahomes would be able to get away from that kind of pressure. And, you know, like I thought Nick Bolton put a fucking awesome game last night. I mean, there was one play where they tried to run and block him with Gabe Davis, and he just yeah. blew up. Gabe Davis got in the back mm-hmm. like that was awesome. I thought Melvin Ingram played really well last night. The Chiefs need to re-sign him. Um, but then also, I'm pretty sure on the, I'm pretty sure on the game, the go-ahead touchdown with 13 seconds left. Um, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs had Sorensen, Neiman, Baker, Armani
0: Watts. And Mike Hughes all on the field.
1: Oh, that is yeah.
0: gross. They did. I do remember that actually. I remember seeing Armani Watts out there. Um, I, I think people forget. Tyron left the game in the first quarter with a concussion. First round. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's something to keep an eye on. We're definitely going to want him back by the end of, uh, uh, or excuse me, by Sunday. Um, luckily, Chiefs move on to the next round, and he got to, you know, he got to sit those last three quarters. So he didn't necessarily make it worse. Maybe hop in the protocol, you know, get some work done earlier or whatever. But yeah, uh, the what what was that? What what happened to Legarius and Tarverius? What was the scenario, Johnny?
1: It just looked like it was a total miscommunication. Basic defense. Um, and I mean, Armani he was Watts. wide open. He was wide open, but I mean Armani Watts. You know, Armani Watts can't get on the field over Daniel Sorensen, so like he probably just doesn't need to be out there. And the Bills just took advantage of a soft spot. It looked like they were playing zone, yeah. and they took advantage of a soft spot deep, deep in that zone. And yeah, I mean, thank God we we the Chiefs won that game, and I am not here stewing over the fact that Armani Watts gave up the get the touchdown i think like i think either baker or i think sneed might have had the inside leverage on him Mm -hmm. but but there was no outside help at all no I, i i don't know man like i all i know is that 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 was the craziest game ever and the chiefs somehow did enough to win and we are here poised the Chiefs are poised to go back to the Super Bowl again. Like, you got to take care of business, of course, and against Cincinnati, which we'll talk about. But I, Chandler, this is the most dangerous team in the entire postseason. Neither team on the NFC want to see the Chiefs. So, like, the Chiefs are seven-point favorites in the fucking AFC championship game. They're favored by a score in the, against the last
0: team remaining in the AFC. Let's go. Yeah. I completely agree., uh, the stars are aligning. This is exactly the opponent. I would well, and like I guess you give me the Raiders or Steelers. After that, this is the exact opponent I wanted to play in the playoffs. First off, uh, this <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to buzz past the Buffalo game, but I think truly, I'm not even for sure that words can describe the game. Like you, the people just honestly have to just go watch the game for themselves. If you didn't watch it yesterday, because we can sit here and try to spin words and make it sound like, like it was just, you know, this crazy football game, but you really aren't going to get a real picture. You're just not. I mean, this game had literally everything except turnovers, (laughs) ironically enough. Um, I mean, it, it it was a perfectly scripted football game between the two best teams in the NFL, and it came down to the absolute wire. I really – I mean, John, do you have anything else you want to say about the game?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so there were thir- – including overtime. The last minute and 54 seconds plus overtime, yeah. there were 31 points scored. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes threw for 188 yards after the two-minute warning. It was the most bizarre finish to a game that i had ever seen. And, and we just recently saw like that chargers Raiders regular season finale game, which was amazing. We had just seen a few weeks ago that chiefs chargers overtime game. Uh, yeah. Like, like, okay. Here's another way. There's another way to describe it. Chandler, the Buffalo bills quarterback completed 27 of 37 passes had 329 yards four touchdowns, and zero turnovers, and lost. That guy lost the game. Patrick yeah. Mahomes had more completions, more yards, the same amount of total touchdowns, and oh, Josh Allen had 68 rushing yards. Mahomes had 69. Nice. Like, he had more rushing yards. He, he, the, Josh Allen had a playoff game that we have rarely ever seen um, in the history of our league and Patrick Mahomes had a better game in the same game. That's that's how crazy this game is. There were um in the fourth quarter there were 28 combined uh points. It's just it's just so bizarre and mm. you know I I got to get this out out of my chest. Like I don't want to hear I don't want to hear anything about change the overtime rules, all the blog boy beta soy bitches. <laughs> Are on, on Twitter, all the pro football focused, hairy knuckle losers are all like, oh, you didn't like like that game wasn't enough, right? Like yeah. that game wasn't enough. All these losers who, who can't even bench their own body weight have to weigh in with their stupid opinions about the overtime rules. Let me tell you this. The Chiefs tried to change the overtime rules after the 2018 game. So both teams, regardless if the first team scores the touchdown or not, gets a possession. The league didn't even let it go to a vote. They 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 don't want that, and then so it, it it has changed over the years though. I mean, at least you know if you want to complain about that, how about hold them to a field goal on the first drive? Don't let the Chiefs just the Chiefs just cut through the Bills like a hot knife through butter. It wasn't even close. It was just a handful of plays. I mean, the Chiefs scored on first and goal from the seven or whatever it was. You know, like I, I don't want to hear anything from people about the overtime rules. Because, like, don't complain about the rules. You know, people want to bitch and moan about the flags all the time. I'm one of the people who complains about a lot of flags. There were four accepted flags last night. Yeah. Four. An overtime game. And you know what happened? The referees removed themselves from the game. And look what we got. One of the greatest games of all time. Relatively speaking, over the entire weekend, I thought the refs, definitely compared to Super Wild Card Weekend, the refs kind of removed themselves from the situation. And we had four amazing games. So – I don't want to – I mean, people will always find something to bitch about, Chandler. I just don't know, unless you're a Bills fan, how you bitch about this game.
0: Yeah, um, and I will actually say this. Some people that I didn't expect to see, quote, stop bitching about the playoff or the overtime rules, in quote, people, actually took your, your stance here and said, I mean – at the end of the day, you have to get a stop, and and you know, Chiefs fans be complaining about that too if if it happened to us again, um, like it happened in eighteen with Brady. But I think also at the same time, you're going to get some people that are like, well, where the hell was the defense? Why was Armani Watts on the field? I mean, you flip the roles, and we're having different we're having different uh, conversations. But very well said, Johnny. Um, like what you said about Josh Allen. I mean. I really, I really like Josh Allen. Honestly, uh, he's a great player to watch. We just happen to have the best player that's ever played the game. So it's, it's, it's not his fault. He, he's the best
1: Chandler. And yeah, Josh Allen is the guy I would want if Patrick Mahomes didn't exist. Just so happens yeah. that Patrick Mahomes, who now has the sickest nickname, I think, I think Grim Reaper is like the coolest. And Andy Reed in all of his Tommy Bahama swagginess came up with it too. Like, yeah. I, like, you know, both of these quarterbacks are all class too. Like after the game Josh Allen's not bitching about the overtime rules. As soon as the game's over Mahomes is running over to give him a hug and embrace him and just tell him man like you know it's two guys who like I said are all class. They they do things the right way. They were brought up and raised the right way. Their team at their their team would take a bullet for for them and it shows. Um, you know, and they're two guys who they want to beat each other. Like, they want to bury you on the field, but, but also they realize that they respect the other person's ability and, and greatness, frankly. So, um, you know, one last thing, Chandler, I'll say about uh, the, the, the people complaining about the overtime rules. How about the Bills don't allow the Chiefs to go from the 25-yard line uh, to get to a 49-yard field goal in yeah. 13 seconds? And frankly, it wasn't even 13 seconds. It was like nine it was like nine seconds that they let that happen. So, yeah, overtime's not the reason that the Bills the bills lost. I mean, you should have gotten a stop at some other point. And, yeah, if the Chiefs were on the other end of it, I'd be upset. But I would like to think I wouldn't be bitching about the overtime. rules.
0: And another thing, too, to go off that, that you talk about moving the ball in that amount of time and that amount of yards. Uh, all week we were hearing about how good Buffalo's defense was, how good their secondary was. Well, I'm sorry, but – you can only be so good on defense for a while until offense takes over. It's an offensive league and they just didn't have the answers. Uh, the the And in in it's always in retrospect is, you know, 2020 or whatever, but I do not for the life of me understand why the bills decided to play prevent when we was first in 25. I mean, you, I, I don't think that you can look at the chiefs on paper and say, we can play prevent against these guys. I mean Tyreek Hill caught the ball and ran 30 yards in like a second, it seemed like. I mean, he <laughs> ran right, he ran right at me. I'm not kidding you. He caught the ball running r- right towards me in the stadium. And I was like, holy shit, he's at midfield already. And he ended up a little short of midfield. And then in two plays, in another play, we're in freaking field goal position. It's because they play prevent again. They played on that Travis Kelsey one that Travis Kelsey played, they played insanely soft coverage. I mean, Travis Kelsey has a free release at the line of scrimmage. Why would you let him – why would you jam him all game and then all of a sudden at the most crucial play of the game, you don't even apply pressure. He ran 15 yards and caught the ball. He didn't even get touched. He caught the ball, ran, and then – barrel rolled into the bill's defender so he would be down is what it seemed like to me because they didn't they weren't trying to tackle him they were 15 yards behind him so i i I, I, it was a great game the chiefs executed the way they had to i do think that there was some end of the game scenario stuff that i was like thank you very much
1: it's like now that we Said like, what can you say about the game that all of the thoughts have been like unlocked in my head? You know, like flashback to week five, right when the Chiefs lost to the Bills and they got punked by the Bills. Like, that's kind of when like this narrative was going that, you know, Mahomes is looking kind of broken. He 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 needs to change his ways as opposed to forcing the ball down the field. He needs to dink and dunk. Yada yada. Mahomes last night. This has been remarkable. He's been able to do this mid season. Deep, this is the number one ranked scoring defense, whatever the bill, whatever the stat is, it means a lot, like DVOA or something, but the bills are the number one defense. Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer are like all pro safeties on the same team. Now they were missing Trey Davis. Well, I understand that, but it's a good defense. Uh, they didn't blitz very much. They kept people back. Same approach as last time. Mahomes didn't throw a ball that traveled 20 yards or more in the air all night. Everything was exactly what defenses have been asking him to do all season. Make Mahomes dink and dunk, matriculate the ball down the field, take away the explosive plays, and and maybe they'll turn the ball over. And for a while, that's how it was. And we were concerned as fans, especially on this podcast. Look what happened. Chiefs scored 42 points last night against this amazing defense who's using the same exact approach that stymied them last time. Like, Mm -hmm. get fucked. You know, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is the, is the most talented quarterback to ever play the position for a reason. Like, this is remarkable. And, you know, again, he got some other guys involved. Uh, Byron had five catches. Jarek had five catches. Uh, but, again, it was through Travis and Tyreek, the same guys that everyone's trying to stop still find a way. Travis had eight for ninety-six in a score. Tyreek eleven for one hundred and fifty in a score. And Tyreek Hill's speed is mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing that the way he is able to accelerate is ridiculous. He caught that ball on that that long sixty-four-yard touchdown, Chandler, and it was just done from like the fifty-yard line. Uh, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, these awesome safeties were left in the dust. These are these are these are not bad athletes. Micah Hyde returns punts for these guys. Like these are good, these are good players. And Tyreek just makes elite athletes look pedestrian. And it's just remarkable, man. And, and and Tyreek's not like, you know, he's not old or anything, but he's been in the league for like six years. Like this guy's been around for a while and he still is just getting better and better every year. And and Tyreek's ability guys who are fast like that when they get, they get arm tackled a lot, Tyreek is so strong and his low center of gravity and his stockiness, like you can't bring him down. The punt return he had was amazing. The spin move, the vision, this guy is like un- unlike anything uh, that we have ever seen in, in, in the league from the wide receiver position, just, just from the offensive skill point position. And then you couple that with Travis Kelsey, the elite talent of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, say something nice about McCole Hardman, the guy that we bag on all the time. The Chiefs are finally using him in a role that suits his skill set. I think I can kind of take some credit here. I've been saying, like all year, <laughs> use McCole Hardman in the DeAnthony Thomas role. And it works. Great vision, great patience on his touchdown last night. Um, ball security, extending the ball to the pylon. I mean, Chandler, God, this Chiefs team is good. And a few months ago, we were like, "This team stinks." It just shows that, yeah. uh, you know, it shows that it's a testament to the leadership through Andy Reid and his staff. It's a testament to, to Patrick Mahomes and the veterans in that club and that uh, that locker room. That with all the noise, even from us lifelong diehard Chiefs fans, with all the noise, they knew the talent in that locker room. They knew the potential, and look at them now, seven point favorites hosting the AFC Championship game for the fourth year in a row. I've goosebumps.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. And I think you are more than welcome to take credit for McCole cuz I agree with you. He's playing unbelievable right now. I mean, knock on wood as always, but he's not doing what he was doing. He's taking his he's taking his role and excelling at it, which is all we've asked for. Quit trying to be something more than he was cuz he was definitely trying. He was trying to be ridiculous. Um, and so that's you know that's good to see. Um, I, I I guess Johnny, we we pretty much summed it up uh pretty well this game. Uh, let's move forward a little bit. Let's get a little Bengals uh, talk going. Um, you know they they beat the Tennessee Titans by three. Um, and yes, they won the game, and yes, they're going to the AFC Championship game. Um. A lot of question marks I see from the Bengals. uh, And I guess, actually, I'll start with my question marks for Tennessee. Uh, What the hell, Tennessee? I mean, they – I – and this is going to sound probably pretty biased and whatever, I'll take it, but Tennessee lost that game. Cincinnati did not win it. Yes, technically Cincinnati went down kicked the field goal and won the game. Thank you for explaining to me how football works. But Tennessee gave them – That game. I mean, Tannehill. Tannehill's bad Um, and the Bengals are going to be in a world of hurt if they think that that Tannehill can even pick up Patrick Mahomes' jockstrap, let alone sniff it. So uh, Johnny, I guess I'll ask you your quick initial thoughts. I kind of gave mine through through storytelling there, but um, your thoughts on the Bengals and and their game this past weekend. The Bengals scored 19
1: points. They got three turnover, three interceptions, three turnovers. Still only scored 19 points. They surrendered nine sacks. Yeah. I mean, I am not, I, with all due respect, like I, I actually unbiased. Like I, I like Joe Burrow. I think Jamar Chase is nasty and T Higgins is really good. Mm -hmm. Um, come on, man. Like, Jeffrey Simmons ate the interior of the Bills for freaking lunch. And Chris Jones is a much better player. The defensive line for the Chiefs is better than the Titans, um, in yeah. my opinion. And I don't even know if that's opinion. I think that's just fact. And it's going to take an extraordinary effort from the Bengals uh, to beat the Chiefs this time. And, and I, the Chiefs have to have a bad game. I think weird shit is going to have to happen for this game. Uh, for the chiefs to lose this game like really weird shit like multiple multi missed field goals just horrible game planning knock on wood maybe a key injury but like i, I again like i just this is the team that i wanted to play yeah uh, uh, you know, of the division of the the, the division winners like not mm-hmm. the wild card team this is the team that i wanted to play um in the playoffs and and here the chiefs the chiefs get them yeah. um one thing i wanted to raise quickly This is kind of like a broad afc picture um If you are a team that doesn't have Mahomes, Allen, uh, Burrow, or Herbert, like going forward, maybe Lamar Jackson, like if you're one of these four or five teams, you're good. If you're one of the other 10, 12 teams, like you're screwed. Like Tannehill's, they gave Tannehill $100 million. Like he has a big, fairly big contract. They need to find somebody else. Like, Mm -hmm. like, the, they need to go get Russell Wilson or they need to go get Aaron Rodgers or they need to go. I mean, I don't even know who else they could go to they need to go get somebody that's going to be better than Ryan Tannehill or else that roster is going to go to waste again. And um, you know, other teams too. Also if you're one of these quarterbacks who's looking to go, maybe go to a new team, like the two big ones, like Russell Wilson and and Aaron Rodgers, why would you want to go to the AFC? Why would you want to go play these stud young quarterbacks? Why wouldn't you want to stay in the NFC where like the quarterback situation is Uh, uncertainty with Tom Brady. Russell doesn't know where he's going to go. Rodgers doesn't know where he's going to go. Stafford, uh, who's played really well, is like one of the better quarterbacks in the NFC. Kyler Murray, who's had a horrible game last time. You know, uh, shout out Blaine, who I have never met, but I've been wanting to meet Blaine now for a while because we're – figured out pod contributors, you know, Blaine's favorite guy in the world. Kirk Cousins is one of the better quarterbacks when you really look at the grand scheme of things in the NFC. So if you're like Rogers or Wilson, I don't know why you'd want to go to someplace like Denver, Pittsburgh, or Tennessee, but these, these teams need, like you need one of these guys or you're absolutely screwed. So. Uh, it feels good having one of those guys. It feels good having the best one of the bunch. But, like, I'm just looking at the rest of the AFC and the Titans are a prime example of, like, if you don't have the guy, like, so many other things have to go your way for for you to win these games. Whereas if you have one of these guys, shit has to go bad for you to lose.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And real quick, uh, this is kind of pops in my head. If the tight when we lost to the Titans, what was that, like week seven? We'll just say week seven without, without looking at that, whatever it is, week seven. We lose the Titans, um, you know, horribly. Mahomes, four turnovers, whatever. You flip those rolls around, and you put the Chiefs beating the Titans twenty-seven to three. The Titans' season is over right there. They don't have any belief in somebody like Tannehill. They have to continue. They have to win week in and week out, which they did over the regular season. Which I'll give them credit for. They won big games. They, they you know, they won down the stretch. You can you can you can believe in somebody like that as long as things are going good. You believe in somebody like Patrick Mahomes even when shit sucks. Because you know that somebody with the greatness and the confidence and the swagger that Patrick Mahomes has in himself that you he's going to figure it out. You he's going to make a play. He's going to throw that next throw down the field that makes everybody say wow. And those other four that you mentioned have those tendencies now they have to prove that they can do it like Patrick Mahomes before I believe that any of them are better than Patrick and I probably never will believe that but they are all already better than Tannehill. You know that their teams already believe in them more than Tannehill. And so yeah teams like the Titans and the AFC, the rest of the AFC, you're right, Johnny, they are screwed because there are very good young quarterbacks in the AFC. It's crazy. Now go jumping back to the Bengals what's funny about this matchup johnny is that you use the word spectacular performance they already had a spectacular performance against the chiefs and their quote-unquote spectacular performance was getting destroyed in the first half and then coming all the way back in the second half of a football game in which this exact same offense scored three points in the second half and you won by a field goal on the last second of the game if that's your spectacular performance. Tell me, Johnny, tell me how this defense of the Cincinnati Bengals keeps up with the spectacularness, if that's even a word, of the Kansas City Chiefs. Because it can't be done. Buffalo's defense was the best defense in the league, and they couldn't do it. Cincinnati's defense is not good. Tennessee's offense is not very good, especially with a banged-up Derrick Henry. And we saw that on Saturday. It's a completely different game. It's unbelievable how different this game is. I just don't understand how the Bengals match up. I really don't. Neither do I. And really, yeah, I – i they sw- that was 34-31
1: or something yep. like that. That was that, that game. You know, I just – I literally don't see how it happens, Chandler. Like, I <clears> – <throat> thankfully, I have nothing to do with the outcome of the game because I am walking – into this AFC championship game with supreme confidence. Like, I really am. I don't know how how it happens because it took 200-something yards and three touchdowns from Jamar Chase. It took, like, 500 yards from Joe Burrow. It took, you know, it took a heavy involvement from the the referees. It took, like, eight plays from the two-yard line for them to get this done. It took everything going right for the Bengals in that game for them to win. And I just, you know, the officiating crew, I don't know if you've seen, but I believe it's Bill vinovich and they don't call very many penalties, uh, knock on wood. So like it, they're going to have to go blow for blow with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tyree kill and Andy Reed. I just, I, it sounds like, you know, not very high intelligence here, but I just don't think it's going to happen. And, the, the 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 Chiefs, like I think, other than Tyron, came out of that game healthy. Yeah. Right. And Tyron's in the concussion protocol. Look, I'm telling you right now, he's playing. Like yeah. Ty, Tyron's playing. I think high, especially you know, especially high profile players, like they, they they get through that concussion protocol pretty quickly. So like I think I think the Chiefs are going to be at full strength. I haven't seen the Bengals injury report, but I, let's just assume they're at full strength the Chiefs are the better team. They're the better roster. They're at home. They're coming off of an amazing uh, offensive performance. And I mean, are you going to bet against Patrick Mahomes? I don't think so. Like, I don't think anybody's (laughs) betting against one five.
0: No, I really don't. And honestly, that's a great way uh, to segment to the end of the show here, Johnny. Um, Quick recap. Chiefs win the AFC divisional round yesterday, 42-36 against the Buffalo Bills. And what what is just an absolute epic game um, that will be talked about for a long time. John, you got any closing thoughts here before I take us out, or, or are you good? Like I said at the beginning, man, like as Chiefs fans,
1: really maybe take some time to appreciate the run that they're in right now. There will, there will be a day when some, you know, I don't know when that will be. I don't think it will be. I don't know I don't know but there'll be a day when Patrick Mahomes is not the quarterback for the Chiefs and you'll have to remember reminisce on these times you're living in them right now truly and us lifelong Chiefs fans I'm sure whoever listens to this are lifelong Chiefs fans too like you're living the days that you dreamt of dirt when Brody Croyle was the quarterback when Matt Castle was the quarterback when 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 Jamal Charles' entire career was wasted on this team. When Tom Bahali's amazing talent was wasted on these middling Chiefs teams. When Todd Haley was the coach and Scott Pioli was the GM. Like, like those teams that you cheered for and paid your money and, and time and dreamt of the day that the savior would come for quarterback, those days are here right now. And we just got to take. – don't take a single one of these days for granted. This is truly – a remarkable time that we're in man i again i've goosebumps saying this stuff i love the chiefs i love the chiefs so much and i cannot wait for the game on sunday
0: well said my brother chiefs Bengals, afc championship game sunday afternoon at two um that could be two eastern i don't think it is two two, central central standard time um at arrowhead stadium And it will be a great game as always. Johnny, I appreciate it, brother. This is the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins. Chiefs victory, Chiefs 42, Bills 36. Johnny, see you, buddy.
1: See ya.